Super Talk Mississippi media production. What's the key to discovering delectable dining? Find something that sizzles. A time-tested favorite. A feast for your eyes and palate. And a dining experience handled with care. In Vicksburg, the key to the South. So here we are, joined by the man of the hour, Mississippi State Athletic Director, Zach Selman. You've been a busy man these past couple of weeks. You know, you, you think being the athletic director, it's the offseason, just put your feet up on the desk and let things happen. But no, you, you, you will start in Destin, not just the time on the beach down there. This was a, a really crucial set of meetings down there uh, as they sort of set the tone for what the SEC schedule is going to look like with the arrival of Oklahoma and Texas. Eight-game schedule, I think, that's the, I think that's best for Mississippi State. I think you agree with that. Is it best for the SEC right now? Yeah, I think it is. And one, it's good to be on with both of you. Yeah, Always we ate all your catfish. Yeah. I apologize for that. That was all him. <laughs> that's probably good. I've been eating my way through Starkville, Mississippi the yeah, last couple tough. months. Uh, Dustin was great. It was a lot of meetings. You know, I think that's the misconception of uh, we were hanging out at the beach, all of that. <laughs> I think I saw the beach the very last day. Our youngest daughter decided she was going to go parasailing. <laughs> so I had to go see that from yeah. a distance. Uh, but the meetings were good. Started on a let's see, a Tuesday morning, talked a lot of things, started off about just what's the construct of the NCAA, what's the construct of college sports, uh, what do we want to do, what do we want to be in the SEC. So that took a lot of uh, time, a lot of consideration. Clearly, it's a challenging time in college athletics. We want to make sure that the SEC remains the top conference in America and tired of getting changed from people outside of our business. So as leaders in, in on the nation or on the national scale, how can we um, develop some things and make sure that we push things to the forefront. So we spent a lot of time on that and didn't spend as much time um, the first day on scheduling. Um, spent, again, we wanted to make sure scheduling is an important part of it, eight or nine games, but the most important part is like how do we forge the future of college athletics. Um, so uh, I, you know, clearly that was my first time in the Destin meetings, but from my counterpart to my peers, uh, a lot of it was these were kind of the healthiest, meatiest conversations we've had and then but by the time we evaluated the eight or nine game schedules, clearly you want to make sure that you have a pathway uh, to the postseason. You want to be have an opportunity. To, for me, I always look at it, how can we have the opportunity to get to the college football playoff um, and decided, you know, yeah, in favor of, the, uh, of an eight-game schedule right now. Um, but we'll still continue to evaluate what a nine-game schedule will look like. Uh, there, but not just that. What's scheduling look like going forward? You know, clearly the Big Ten's done some different things with their scheduling model. Um, the NFL's changed some of their scheduling model recently. So I, w- I would suspect we're always looking critically at what's the best model. And I know those conversations won't just stop last week, but they'll be ongoing. Did the SEC give any guidance about the potential for buyout games? Because if they, they do go to nine games, there's going to have to be, Mississippi State has four games, I think, through 2029. 20, Did they give some guidance of, okay, this is how we're going to do this? I know Arkansas revealed that they have contract language that lets them out if the conference goes to nine games. Is that a similar situation here? Yeah, it wasn't necessarily guidance from the SEC. I think in all of our game agreements, that's something we look at. You know, none of us expected COVID to do what COVID did. Uh, and that's not just an athletics thing. I think that's a societal thing. Uh, when you go through that, you look at the agreements that we had for that year and how do you get out of that and how do you adjust to that. So I think uh, from the from the standpoint of always remaining flexible, knowing that you, you try to uh, predict the future as much as possible, but you can't. And so as we looked at our future scheduling, that's one of the things that we've looked at as all of our games, um, see if it have scenario planning. You know, it gets tiresome to scenario plan your schedule because it's like playing Tetris. Um, 
but that's what we've done and that's what we'll continue to do you touched on it briefly the the path to the college football playoff and for mississippi state getting a top four ranking is is going to be really difficult they they almost got there in 2014 but when it expands out the chances of getting the college football playoff grow tremendously i mean how much has that changed the game for places like mississippi state and, and other schools around the sec oh i mean it changes the game totally um it makes you rethink how how you schedule the non-conference season um from us the infrastructure too you know as we're looking at our facility projects and um, how we do our business. It's not just for, and we love our fans for non-conference and home games, but I'm excited to see when uh, the expanded CFP happens and we've got a game coming here. And can you imagine little do it? Can you imagine thunder and lightning <laughs> when a CFP game's about to go? It's gonna yeah. be bananas. Uh, yeah. So that's, that's how we're looking at it. I think it's gonna be great for college football. I think it's gonna be great for our student athletes. It's gonna be great for uh, the future of the game, for youth participation. There's something special about college football. And I can't wait till we get to show the world how special Starkville, Mississippi is when we get to host a game here. You mentioned something whenever you're talking about that, the facilities, upgrades, and things like that. In the current landscape that you have here in college athletics where you have NIL popping up and that's become a huge part of things, how do you weigh out the importance of the, uh, the up facility upgrades, Bulldog Club, things like that, and also trying to provide a, a good atmosphere for nil too yeah it's a balance um no different i think as you look at how you invest your resources that's how it is we want to make sure that we you know we've got to be competitive in the nil space uh we've been very fortunate you know people that have came before me here our facilities are in really good shape as far as the bones of them so now it's going to come in with some of the aesthetics modernizing some of the things we do with sports recovery so that's going to be a big um uh kind of priority for us I think every year it's something we're going to sit back and not just, you know, roll budgets over to just because that's what we've always done, but it's going to be uh, we're going to invest in what matters the most. And so for right now, it's going to be uh, we're really working on NIL being bold there. Uh, but also we've got plans to do a master plan that's about to underway or go underway uh, so we can look at not only where we're at, but how we can stair step over time to make sure um, all of our sports facilities. I'm not just football. You know, I understand the economics of football. Uh, but want to make sure that we have the best facilities, the best resources, the best programming uh, for all of our student athletes. And as we're doing that, uh, we're not just thinking about, you know, for our teams. We're also looking at if, okay, if we have to shift shift to a, a different model, how can we use our facilities and make sure that we continue to generate new revenues, how we can make sure that we have a great experience for not only our student athletes, but our fans, stakeholders, our, our uh, general campus community. So. A lot of fun stuff a lot of if there's a word it's being flexible i think that's it and, and some vip seating for the media too i think it's in the master plan isn't it yeah so we, we got some <laughs> vip seating it's on the record. um it's on the record and then we've got some seating for you two oh. we're, we're gonna move <laughs> we're gonna move further up the seats at the hump oh yeah <laughs> be like bob Buecher, oh, let's be yeah. in the front row <laughs> yeah i hope you guys got good tennis shoes because the nosebleeds are gonna be great yeah, for you. Yeah, all right. <laughs> yeah, sounds great sounds great so that segues into, you were in Washington, D.C. yesterday with a, a, a contingent from the SEC with you, Dr. Keenum, uh, Zach Arnett, Sam Purcell, and the NIL is, is the topic of discussion. I'm going to be a little honest with you to start off here. We're going to trust the government to fix things. <laughs> no comment. Thank you. Okay. That's, that's, that was the correct comment. What were those conversations like up there in Washington yesterday? Yeah, there were, there were great conversations. And, uh, you know, I think I've, I've said it many times, we've got the best college president in America, and you, you go up there with Dr. Keenum, and clearly he's had a, a great history in yeah, Washington, D.C. Yeah. So I think that's helpful. 
because when it's like with uh, Zach and Sam and I, it's like oh, three stooges going up there. <laughs> but we had a we had a, a great um, uh, let's see meeting two nights ago, and we we spent most of the day. We actually ended up uh, till about one a.m. at the Capitol two nights ago, or I guess two mornings ago, and then yesterday that we were there most of the day and had a great meeting with our uh, the delegation from the state of Mississippi. Uh, we also met with uh, Ole Miss at kind of a joint meeting. And then we had a, just to talk about, okay, we've got to do what's best for the state of Mississippi. And I thought that was very um, positive dialogue with, with our uh, legislature, um, but really tried to put more um, stories and more practicalities of what's actually going on in the world. And then we had a, another bigger joint session with all the SEC, which uh, a lot of good conversation. So now I think it's going to be how do, how do we uh, collectively act upon what we talked about. Yeah, when we think about Mississippi State and Ole Miss, not a lot of agreement, not a lot of common ground between those two institutions. But when you talk to Keith Carter, do you feel like from an NIL perspective, you guys are, are kind of on the same page? Yeah, because at, at the end of it, you know, clearly the rivalries are what makes college sports. And we want to beat uh, Ole Miss and everything. We want to beat everybody and everything. But we, we ultimately want to protect college athletics. We want to protect the student athlete experience and be OK with changing some of the things. So I think you, you take some of that those hats off and it's like if, if we don't fix this um somebody else some in some legal courtroom in a different part of the country is going to try to fix something for us and we don't want that to happen so i think we we all love college athletics too much to let that happen i want to know what that plane ride was like with that group of people yeah yeah dr keenum very stoic and then you have you other three guys <laughs> well there's a couple other people on there with us uh it was good you know I think anytime you're around Dr. Keenum, it's just uh, hearing more about the vision, more about yeah. you know how to prep for for some of those meetings. So it was, it was a great plane ride. Had some good food. We didn't have little Dewey's catfish. Although if we <laughs> did, it put us put us all in a sleep coma. Uh, but it, it was really fun. And I think yesterday we were all struggling a little bit because we were up so late the night before. But it it was really cool. What they uh, showed us behind the scenes of so many of the inner workings of it, which I had never experience and actually coach Arnett and I were talking this morning at camp of didn't know all the tunnels and the, yeah. the train rides that we went on mm -hmm. under, underneath the Capitol building um it was it was really cool if we had, would have had a tent we probably would have slept there but it, it shows the history too of uh you know to see where Abraham Lincoln's desk is and being the, the speaker of the house's chamber all of that was was really cool it feels like off season's a word that doesn't really exist anymore in athletics you know it, there's never really an off season there's always something going on what is a summer checklist like for an athletic director? What, what are you looking at and say, okay, June 30th, this needs to be done. July 31st, this needs to be done. What, what does the summer look like for you? Yeah, it's kind of a, a rolling calendar. When I first started in this business, you know, late July, early August, you got some downtime. But now there's always something. Uh, so we've got kind of an annual calendar that we go off of and make sure that we have these checks and so whether it's you know what are we gonna do for next away game or next year's away football games just little things like that to make sure that we um, constantly are updating there's not a a true break but I think that's one of the things that's really cool there's never a, a day that's like yesterday too yeah, I met with our incoming freshmen student athletes this morning a lot of our football and women's basketball and basketball guys and it was really cool just to see how young people are when they come in here and they were uh, some of them were trying to stay awake. I think I was that boring to them, uh, but it shows just the future. And and that's what I love. I'll be able to see them next year, and then as they graduate, to see their maturation and growth. There's not a 
there's not a day that goes by that's the same. Uh, but I think if, if we look at kind of the annual calendar, we always have different checkpoints that we do along the way. It's kind of strange for me to not see your family with you right now because I feel like every time I look up, there they are right there with you. How important is that for you to have your family part of this whole process, part of this whole adventure with you um, and having them kind of experience some of these things that they've been able to experience so far? Yeah, no, it's critically important. You know, my wife's the MVP of everything. I've got an easy job. What she has to do to keep up with our two little girls is the hard job. Uh, you know, I've worked with some great people and for some great people. I've always just believed that you've got to integrate your work, your life. I mean, if not, uh, there's too much time demands. So our oldest daughter, Shane, is 12. Um, she's been in basketball camp this week. But she come, actually, a funny story. So she came home our camp a couple weeks ago. She came home, and she's like, I got a new nickname. And I'm like, okay, what is it? She's like, it's McBuckets. And I was like, <laughs> McBuckets? She's like, yeah, I won one-on-one at camp, so now I'm McBuckets. So uh, I've, I've taken Shane with me probably the last, uh, let's see, eight years to, to football games. Go, go early, walk through, and she's very critical of whether it's how our facilities look, how concessions, is marketing really good? Um, so I've really enjoyed just listening to her, and she's really big in the in the sports data. She's got a couple friends in this league that uh, their dad's coach, and so they they talk a lot about RPI. And the first time I heard her talk to her friend on the phone about uh, strength of scheduling, what are you doing? <laughs> uh, so it's really cool to have her, and then our our youngest meatballs are just kind of coming of age where she's interested in it. Um, she likes she's more of likes the spirit and likes the the marketing elements of it, but it's. Again, it's critically important in our business, not just for my family, but all of our staff's family. You know, our staff does such a good job and our coaches, you know, there's no down season for our coaches and the support staff. So we want to make sure that whether you um, have a family or maybe it's just you have a dog, everybody's welcome and know that, you know, no one person, no one family can do things alone. Um, so that's kind of the culture. And I think that's a culture of Mississippi. It's a, it's a family affair. It's connection. It's how can we come together and do some really good things. I envy that a little bit. I can't even get my daughter to sit down and watch one inning of baseball. Yeah. My daughter, she's an album, man. Never. Well, I, I got to do like uh, wear some earplugs because Meatball, our youngest, she likes to do the cowbell in your ear. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so it'll wake you up. That's, that's probably where she gets her nickname yeah. from, things yeah. like that, huh? We did yesterday's podcast entirely on the Egg We We were 12 weeks away from the start of the season. We like to go back to front with the schedule. You've been around the state talking to Mississippi State fans. I know that topic comes up. You know, you've got a long way till Thanksgiving night, but when you talk to Mississippi State fans about that game, what, what are they saying to you? Oh, just a sense of pride. And a sense of pride for their school, sense of pride for the state. Um, I think you comes with a great time, too, on Thanksgiving. So you, you're around your family, your loved ones, your friends, uh, and then to be able to go watch one of the most iconic rivalries in college sports. I think that's something I'm really excited about. You know, I've I uh, haven't experienced a, a home game at Davis Wade, and I'm just so thrilled and excited to see that. I've At Wake, we played at Oxford, so we played there and, and won, shall I say. Uh, but it shows, you know, we were in Jackson probably a month or two ago and went to dinner, and it, it sounds silly, but we had the Egg Bowl trophy with us. We were doing yeah. an event before, so uh, one of the guys with us was like, hey, you can't leave in the car, so Coach Arnett actually brought it in with us to dinner so nobody would take it. Yeah. And then you walk through the restaurant and people are like, I just saw how much that meant to people. Yeah. Like it was almost like you're walking through with just like, I don't know, a million bucks. People just wanted to see it so much. And I think all of the, the, 
the time I've been here, you see the sense of importance of that game. Again, the players, the great players from state. You know, I just met with uh, one of our former defensive ends. Uh, his nickname was the Sack Master, and he his, he's uh, here in town for a couple of days. It's and that's what he talked about. Talked about playing in the Egg Bowl. Talked about the teammates. So I think that's something that um, is critically important. And one of the things I know uh, we're excited about this Thanksgiving night. We're here. This is our first stop on our catfish tour. We're going to be traveling around the state trying catfish. Is catfish big in Oklahoma? Yeah, it is. You know, a lot of people noodle. I've never I've done that. that yeah. Oh yeah. Well, now, since I'm going to take I, you some. I saw your, your the look on your face. Oh, you, you got to look. I got to look at how your no. hands look. Yeah. The, oh yeah. No, I've done it. I've done it before. Yeah. I don't want to do it again. I just, I just, I just like to show up here and let it's already fried, and I, I go, I just take it <laughs> well, from there. We'll go noodling, and then we can bring what we catch here, and we'll fry it up. Oh goodness, we'll see how that goes. <laughs> I don't know about all that. I guess we'll see you again at SEC Media Days. Yep, we'll Zach be there. Solomon, Mississippi State Athletic. Thank you for joining us. We appreciate it. Thank you. Appreciate you, sir. A Super Talk Mississippi <laughs> Media Production.